Does it sound familiar? Do you think that they've been planning this for more than a couple days? What's next? Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. They already took your free speech. They already muzzled you. The wealthy got super wealthy. This is not about freedom or personal choice. Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee woo wee woo. And the average everyday American got used as a pawn in their sick little game. I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. You want to know what the biggest problem is in our country? You're an inconvenience to all of these people. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Uh, I am your host today. My name is Apollo, and I'm joined by... Jake Freho. Good afternoon, Mr. Producer. How are you? I'm doing great, Jake. Thank you. You know what is not doing great is the United States of America today. And when I refer to the United States of America, I do not mean the spirit of the American people, of patriots all over this country who have been fighting tirelessly to expose the corruption in our government, the chaos that has enveloped our communities, uh, the indoctrination that is targeted at and threatens our children, or uh, those uh, complicit in executing the biggest fraud that the American people has ever seen, uh, which has been the election system we have all found ourselves embroiled in and the fraud in the election of 2020 robbing the american people of their voice and thrusting us further into this chaos that the radical left and the the deep state the rhinos continue to uh you know to develop all around us every single day but the good news is we are winning uh but america is still in trouble and there are a lot of great threats uh that we that we all face uh, if some of you do not know, Title 42 uh, is about to expire, and the regime uh, that we call the Biden administration, uh, the completely uh, illegitimate and unbelievably corrupt uh, cabal, uh, they are continuing the assault on the freedoms of Americans and uh, continuing their assault with extremely dangerous policies and the, uh, the uh, in allowing crime to run rampant throughout our society and refusing to stop it. Uh, so, Jake, I know you've been looking into this. I'll, uh, I'll turn the wheel over to you. Yeah, I know you, you had a little bit of a prolonged definition of those that intend us harm, but I, I think you summarized it quite well. You may have actually even stolen my terminology of just quite simply elevator pitch is the regime. You know, it's the people in the DOJ. It's the people in the alphabet agencies. It's everyone right now in the White House. So it's, it's something that as, you know, Americans are being distracted by the surging cost of living, the chaos around them, you look at things like Title 42, which for the most part has been brushed under the rug outside of some outspoken people on the border states, you know, Arizona, Texas, and what they're dealing with. But essentially what the Biden administration is doing is they're ramping up their efforts to essentially open the floodgates into this country and invite everyone and their grandmother from some foreign country while directly functioning against the safety, the interests, the well-being of the American people that they claim to represent. So, you know, Title 42 is supposed to expire at the end of May, May 23rd. And now the Biden administration or regime is finding itself in a very difficult spot because they no longer have the support of many of the moderates in their party. In fact, something to the tune of 10, 12 Democrats, including uh, radical sympathist extremist Raphael Warnock from Georgia, close friend of Stacey Abrams, is siding with the GOP in saying that Title 42 must remain in place. And now Title 42 isn't, uh, ironically, it shows the complete failure of our border agencies, or not not the agents themselves, but the uh, administ uh, administrative parts of it, and how they kowtow to the establishment. But Title 42 is not an immigration policy. It's actually a health policy. It's a policy that was a uh, Trump era policy that was enacted towards the beginning of the pandemic, and that it was used as a means to prevent asylum seekers from entering the country under the idea 
that it was a health public health policy initiative, that it would send people back based on the idea that their entrance into the country without proper vetting would lead to a further spread of COVID-19. But now, as the current regime seeks to destroy everything around us, and they're coming for everything, they've come for the schools, they've come for the economy, the food supply, the fuel supply, everything. Now, when Title 42 is set to expire, these states are starting to freak out because there's a, a an influx upwards of what they're anticipating, 500,000 illegal migrants just hop skipping into the country with no repercussions and no consequences. So it's a frightening, it's a frightening foreground to a government initiated invasion of our own country, especially as our own people are facing really dire times in terms of how they're looking at the future. Now, you know, I know that your dad's an immigrant, my dad's an immigrant. So some lunatic leftist journalist is probably going to take this as, you know, some anti-immigrant, uh, immigrantophobia, right? But uh, our parents came here and, and did it, the you know, the, the did it through the process. And now the party of unaccountability, right? You know, everyone deserves a trophy. Everyone deserves a, a shiny gold star. Now everyone deserves citizenship. In fact, you don't even, you don't even have to get citizenship. You just come in, take what you want, bring in whatever criminality, you know, again, they'll use this as a soundbite. They did it with Trump saying, you know, they're sending bad people. But I mean, you just look at the statistics, all of the border states, many of the Southern states have had horrific crimes committed. And many times, they were, I mean, horrific crimes committed by illegal migrants that were admitted under the Biden administration. And many times they were released multiple times on violent charges. And then they just keep doubling down. And then what you see is, oh, this guy got off twice, was let into the country illegally, floated around the country, committed two terrible crimes. And then third crime he decides to commit, he just murders a bunch of people. And so now that is, you know, when, when we're looking at an administration intent on destabilizing the entire society of America, this is this is a very vital step for them. So they're kind of salivating. They're kind of salivating at the idea of Title 42 expiring. And I think it's going to create a very interesting dynamic between the moderates on the Democrat side and then those that are full-blown extremists intent on destroying this country so, so i think it's creating I think, uh, yeah i think what you said about about our our parents and you know my my father i know yours is as well they did come here the right way and the the drive back then was not to come into america and uh, I'll, I'll use this term which I, I don't care for in every context but assimilate into the culture and they came here to work hard for more opportunity my father came here spoke several languages english not being one of them worked very hard to uh, to make money, was supporting his other family who was still in Greece and his mother here, and came here and now has, you know, been working extremely hard his entire life and has provided for, uh, you know, myself and my siblings, there's six of us, um, and he, he has, uh, you know, achieved what I, what I could call the American dream in terms of coming to America, just working hard, working hard and not, uh, not you know, being knocked down when when you take punches or because you're uh, you're discriminated against, which he was greatly, uh, not making ex excuses for yourself or blaming your ancestors, uh, he did nothing but come here and work hard, and it, you know didn't take any any garbage, and he has now provided a family. He has uh, been successful for himself in his own life. Still doesn't speak English very well, but now what we're seeing is these people who are either absolutely intent on coming over here and running drugs, trafficking uh, children, trafficking women. They come over here with no or with absolute disregard to the laws of our country, to the well-being and rights of other Americans. Uh, you know, no respect for property or anything else. And these are the types of people that we're told are, uh, you know, are, are the lifeblood of our nation now. And that is not an indictment of people who do still come here seeking opportunity. And I know there are many, including from Mexico. Uh, but we are seeing this administration completely, uh, you know, throw to the wind any 
uh, any individual who might come in with and telling the American people that they don't have a right to question it, that these are uh, these people coming in are here seeking nothing but asylum and they try to brush under the rug all of these individuals who come over here and do commit these atrocities. Uh, and and I'll, I'll disagree with you on, on one point, too, that it's going to create an interesting dynamic. There's no interesting dynamic that's going to be created because the American people who are actually awake, they understand. They know exactly what's going on. They are tired of the crime coming over the border. They are tired of the people who are allowed to remain in this country. They are tired of seeing drugs kill their neighbors, kill their family members. They are tired of seeing children being assaulted and crimes being committed against uh, people of all ages and genders by individuals who never should have been allowed here and continue to be let back in, either you know, being released, knowing that they've been uh, guilty of crimes in the past, or being thrown back, knowing that they're gonna come, that they're gonna come right back over the border anyways. So the people are done with it. And the interesting dynamic is in the people who have been standing up for this, who are now waking up and are having buyer's remorse and understand that this is not what they thought it was, that this is not what they were told that it was. The American people oh, are done with it. Absolutely. You know, you, you look at the, the, the conflict or the uh, imbalance of the justice system when you look at guys that have been locked up 15 to 18 months for January 6th. And you have many instances in which you have people on the side of, uh, you know, that have crossed the border illegally committing committing crimes, horrific crimes, and then they get bond, they get bond set. And yet you have people that protested and did, you know, made some noise and maybe made a few poor choices in how they presented themselves. But a guy that, you know, rapes someone or murders someone gets out, just rolls right out. And so there was a word you used that I, I really stood out to me recently, which is part of the larger cover up at play. And you have to start questioning whether do they foresee Title 42 as being an inevitable, right? Do they, do they, are they starting to really sweat regarding the midterms now that Title 42 is going to be something they have to cave to, so they have to create some alternative plan? And an article that just came out, A1, Mr. Producer, uh, in the New York Post today, is that the Biden administration actually itself directly, and the DHS under Alejandro Mayorkas, who's a fantastic man from Cuba, Cuba. I'm just wondering which side of the Cuban ideology he falls on, if it's the freedom fighters that have been oppressed for decades or the side that says, uh, you know, the Cuban government owns every cow on the island. I'm thinking it's more of the latter. But A1, headline in the New York Post, the Biden administration is running in, Still, a headline is still more secret migrant flights. Why is Biden keeping this off the books? So there's a whistleblower that came forward. He's anonymous right now, but there's something to the tune of tens of thousands of migrants. Yeah, there's the full article. This is a highly encouraged read by Miranda Devine. She actually did the Laptop from Hell book just recently came out. One of the, the best speak, uh, you know, speakers or writers for the New York Post. So, uh, another suspected migrant flight landed in White Plains late Tuesday night, the fifth such flight in the past six days. The iAero Airlines from El Paso, Texas via Jacksonville, Florida landed at 10.33 p.m., shuttled back and forth between El Paso and New York over Easter weekend. But then you start w reading these weird parts of, of that there's no knowledge of the people that are working for these charters. And it's a relatively small airline, and they're not meeting their actual uh, requests for flights but they are fulfilling their chartered flight. So they're, they're fulfilling a need of a private entity that's paying them. It would be very interesting to know who that private entity is because it's probably the U.S. government. So after a full late, uh, a low late last year, in recent weeks, the charters are back with a fury, says a whistleblower from Avalo Airlines, one of three charter companies raking in millions of taxpayer dollars, whisking migrants out of sight. Staffers are disturbed by the secrecy of the operation and the prospect that they are participating in a human trafficking operation, the whistleblower says. The charters are not on our paperwork, not on the air traffic breakdown, not on the schedule, not on the flight plan. They're not listed anywhere. And then another goes to say that the New York Post had a journalist follow one of these flights and waited for them to land, right? And then move on 
uh, they moved the, the people on the plane to a bus and took them all the way to Philly. So U.S. taxpayers are flying in boatloads or plane loads of illegal migrants with no vetting, even to the point that they're, they're functioning with diplomatic immunity, that they don't have to have any accountability. They don't have to have any manifesto or manifest, sorry, or roster keeping track of any of this. And so all these people are entering into the country. So is it, in your take, is it something that the establishment is kind of going into damage control mode as Title 42 is expiring to bring in Plan B? Well, I'm not sure what you mean by Plan B exactly. Um, I will tell you that this is absolutely coordinated. I mean, they, they know exactly what they're doing in exactly the same way that we saw the Biden administration as they were calling for, uh, you know, more strikes against the Second Amendment in this country to Americans. And in the same speech, the State of the, the, state of the Union, uh, and I dread even calling it that, Biden called for uh, further restrictions on the gun rights of Americans while simultaneously supporting uh, standing up for the Ukrainian individuals who are supposedly fighting this, uh, you know, the civil war against Russia, or not civil war, but, uh, you know, engaged in this resistance against Russia, and that we need to support uh, and arm these individuals and give them as much aid as we need in order to fuel this conflict, uh, which, you know, does not in any way, uh, which does not benefit Americans here in this country. Uh, we, we saw in the same exact speech that they were planning on bringing individuals over here from Ukraine. Does anyone really believe, do you believe, Jake, that they're going to bring individuals over from Ukraine that are, that are American citizens? That these are just going to be, just like the narrative that we saw with the southern border, these are just a bunch of good people? Especially knowing that the Zelensky regime and the Ukrainian government over there, funded and in installed by the CIA and the defense apparatus here in this country, Knowing that those individuals are in bed with these same politicians who have sold out the American people day in and day in day out. Well, and the fantastic Azov Battalion, you know, how many of those people are coming in? It's like when they settled hundreds of thousands of Somalis in Minnesota with no background checks, Dearborn, Michigan, no background checks. And so you start seeing the master plan at play here. And when I when I say plan B talking about the night flights, right? Dead of night all across this happening on the East Coast, West Coast, pulling in tens of thousands. That plan B is as Americans start to wake up, they have to be a little more secretive. They have to be a little more subversive in that now we have jetliners landing in people that a percentage of them are probably very bad people. But to them, that doesn't matter. You know, as a reminder, we, we, we've seen the consequences of this policy that it's incredible how in such a short period of time they managed to destroy everything from Trump having the wall go up, being nearly finished, to then impeding it, blockading it and stopping the construction of the wall. And now you just start seeing the crime surge. In fact, A3, LA bust, they... You know, every other day, and probably less, free, more frequent than every every other day, is some ridiculous charge coming out against some illegal migrant. Los Angeles Times: Two Buena Park men are facing felony charges in connection with what prosecutors are calling the largest drug bust in Orange County in 16 years. Uh, two guys, 3653, arrested March 17th after Buena Park police officers recovered 20.5 pounds of fentanyl pills. Now. It's not in this article, but that's about enough to kill four million people if you were to if you were to spread it around. And eight this is this is just an incomprehensible number. Eight hundred and twenty-one pounds of methamphetamine. It's like a full-size cow. No, it's like probably like two full-size cows. And 190 pounds of cocaine after pulling over the minivan, leaving a home. And so that's just one thing. A synthetic opioid responsible for killing over 50,000 Americans last year. And now let's just keep the borders open. Let's open up everything. Let everyone come in. Let all the marauders come in. This is like, this is like a medieval village saying, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, <clears throat> the king or better yet, the jester has been put in charge of defense, 
measures, right? And he's like, you know what? Let's get rid of the moat. Let's get rid of the alligators. Let's get rid of the big rock walls. Get rid of all that. You know, we've been doing this for hundreds of years. Civilizations have been being overrun for hundreds of years. Let's try this out. Let's give the people the benefit of the doubt. Let's disregard history. And let's just open all of our borders. It's not like any major civilization in the history of, of history has, uh, hasn't fall, fallen from such decision. But let's try it out this time. Well, I mean, it's the same when you talk about the gesture. And then, you know, how do the American people actually have to even comprehend the idea that Hunter Biden, <laughs> the, uh, I mean, you want to call him a gesture, especially with regards to drugs. And then, I mean, there's actually actual headlines in this country about Hunter Biden leading the DNA, the DEA, Drug Enforcement Agency. I mean, yeah, th this is this is the bizarre world that that Americans find themselves in now. Uh, and and what I do and this is this is honestly this is you you hear just this information you and you see all this happening and it, it, it can be very depressing. But I do want to remind everyone that we are winning. The American people are so much more awake than they ever have been before. And I'll give you an example. <laughs> so we have our, our good friends over at CNN, uh, Brian Stelter. So they just uh, last month released their new streaming platform, this uh, wonderful platform that they had hired all kinds of uh, personalities to do shows for uh, so that you would have great content coming from CNN. I'm going to play a quick commercial, uh, which I loathe to give CNN any uh any coverage, but the irony is just spectacular. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play this short commercial for CNN Plus. The more people see of the world, the more likely they are to be better people. This is CNN Plus. Here are five things you need to know. That's a lot of excitement. How does a parent navigate this? This was our most upvoted question. I feel it coming. Well, ain't that something? I've never experienced anything like this. In three, two. So that's cute, and uh, and again, we saw him real quick in the beginning. But uh, remember, they they brought out some uh, some big personalities that I'm sure CNN really thought that uh, you know w that we're going to draw you to uh, to CNN Plus, the spectacular platform. A trusted television journalist with over 50 years' experience in politics and world events, and now he's streaming. We have a lot to talk about. Isn't that so Chris something? Wallace. Chris, Chris Wallace. Wallace. Yeah, he, he, he talked docks and rolls uh, to a sinking ship. Smart man, very smart man. But, you know, this isn't just a one-off. You know, we're seeing it across well, no, the world. No, no, board. no, no, but the, here's, here's the important part. Oh, no, look at that. CNN Plus will shut down at the end of April. Can you believe that, Jake? CNN Plus, well, the streaming service that was hyped as one of the most significant developments in the history of CNN, will shut down on April 30th, just one month after it was launched, CNN Plus customers will receive refunds, they said. Uh, and it, further down the article, when you look at some of this stuff, it, they, they say this was a shock. This was unbelievable. How could they possibly, uh, you know, e expect this to happen? You know why? I will tell you why right now. Because Americans do not watch CNN. They do not trust CNN. CNN has exposed itself more in the last two years than ever before in our lives as an absolute shill organization against the interests of the American people. They are a mocking media, uh, mockingbird media projection that serves nothing but the corporate interests who brought you Pfizer and all these same idiots and who sponsored all these trash politicians who have been selling you out and advocating for all this BLM garbage and allowing people over the border. The people are well, done mean, with this nonsense. And it's not the only instance. We're seeing it everywhere. We saw it with Twitter. Twitter was dying. It had lost 60% of its market cap in a year until Musk started agitating everyone on the left, and it's going quite well for him. I think news came out today that he's actually secured funding to clear everything and, and, and purchase the company. So you're just seeing a flailing injured animal and that is the establishment as a whole trying to protect itself. You know, we have the instance with Netflix. Netflix lost a million subscribers or, or more in a quarter. And so their stock crashed 30% overnight. It's down 70% over the year. And so uh, there's too many to, there's too many even to name 
Disney Plus, you know, people walked away from Disney Plus subscriptions. No one wants to buy or listen or, or, or see any of this garbage anymore. And you just see it starting to collapse. This is fantastic. Really, it's really good news. Is when you, but you say we're winning, and we are, and the problem is, in a game, when it's down to the wire, most opposing teams bring out their best game at the last few seconds of the round or the inning, whatever you want to call it. And so that's, that's my concern to this, is we start seeing the, de the, the regime get desperate, and regime across media, big tech, political DC establishment getting very desperate to preventing the loss that they're sure to find themselves in. So it should be an interesting few months to see what they're willing to do to take this. But going back to the idea that the guy that's in the White House has no clue, if he's even in the White House, has no idea what is going on, he was asked recently, a day or two ago, about the policy of Title 42. And his response is, because he's completely senile at this point, his response is, we need to make sure and revisit that the DOJ enforces mask wearing on airplanes. So he doesn't even know the policy agendas. He doesn't know the initiatives. He doesn't, he doesn't, he is a rapidly declining, rapidly decaying piece of meat that is losing its use to the establishment. So he's going to be gone soon. They'll get him out of there soon. But play play A8 to really understand what the American public is allegedly being represented by in the world stage. On Title 42, sir, are you considering delaying lifting Title 42? No, what I'm considering is continuing to hear from my, uh, my uh, well, first of all, there's going to be an appeal by the Justice Department because as a matter of principle, we want to be able to be in a position where if in fact it is strongly concluded by the scientists that we need Title 42, that we'd be able to do that. But there has been no decision on extending Title 42. Fascinating. Doesn't even know what it is. Well, <laughs> number one, I'm just, I'll say the quiet part out loud. That guy is not running the country. And anyone who still thinks that this guy is running the country, if you think, you know, all the people who say, oh, this is a terrible, tra you know, a travesty. This guy is in charge of the nuclear codes. No, he's not. They wouldn't let this dude in charge of the nuclear codes. You think this guy is running, running anything? He can't even run his mouth. I doubt he could run a toilet, frankly. All right? Uh, I, I mean... But I mean, besides look, the that, Easter, go ahead. The Easter Bunny had to escort him in the right direction. Yeah, you know? that's how bad this is. They have this yeah, this this puppet. Funny. Yeah, they have this puppet who, and frankly, you know, the, I think the the people, especially after the revelations that everyone has had regarding the uh, the election fraud that has been going on for decades. This was not just a 2020 issue. It was not just a 2016 issue. This has been going back a very long time. The people are starting to understand that all of our presidents. Uh, in large part, have been puppets, uh, but this one, this one least of all. This guy, you can actually like half the time you can see someone's hand up his backside. It, it's it's that bad, and so they actually have to have this disaster of a puppet walking around, and they need a guy dressed up as the Easter Bunny in order to make sure that you know he doesn't say the wrong thing on camera. Th this is <laughs> you are seeing, and and I, I understand what you said about uh, about you know them pulling out their their assets and everything. That's not what I'm worried about. What I'm worried about is that despite the fact that we have more Americans than ever and people all over the world who are awake, and awake might mean a lot of things to a lot of people, but they understand that this country is not on our side, that the government institutions that we have believed our entire life and we are still told serve our interests, these people that are supposed to be our representatives— who are supposed to work for us, these media institutions that are supposed, uh, supposed to provide us with news, with information, that they are simply propaganda arms. There are so many more people awake, and yet so few are activated. And what I mean by activated, how many of them still go and they say, I would love to show up for, the, for that protest. I would love uh, to speak at that school board meeting. I would love to do X, Y, and Z. I would love to you know, fix some of the problems that we're seeing in my community, not even in, in the country, but in my community, but they still have a book club to go to. They still have soccer practice. They still sit at home and they go, ah, 
yeah, well, one day we'll one day we'll get there, and when the power goes out, I'll eat my thousand pounds of rice that I have in my basement. You are not activated yet. What we do not need is more awake people. We need activated people. That is the only thing that I'm afraid of is people not getting activated yesterday. And that's the only thing that we need to fear because the moment that happens, this is all done. No, no, absolutely. And it's something that, you know, when, when you talk about these entities looking to represent the people, and Musk really blew the whistle on, on the darker side that has been until recently unknown by much of the American public. You have media companies that are publicly traded, which means whoever owns the largest share has the greatest interest and the, the duty of that individual and the company to that individual is correlated. So you want to expect someone who has enough money to buy a media company uh, cough, cough, Jeff Bezos, the Washington Post, complete gutter outlet, right? Pushing a narrative, you, you expect an unbiased coverage of any worldly occurrences or events by an individual whose financial gain is directly tied to the performance of whatever that media outlet is assigned to spew and spout. So Fox, CNN, all of these entities, they're publicly traded. They have to answer to shareholders. And then now you look at what's happening with Musk and with the bid for Twitter is that's the very real whistle he just blew on them is that they do not want to hand over their Trojan horse. They do not want to hand over their weapon of war to indoctrinate people under the guise of fair and balanced news coverage. Because at the end of the day, their shareholders are the ones calling the shots. And now they are very fearful of Musk in acquiring Twitter because he has demonstrated a track record of calling whatever he wants to say, he'll say it. You know, he's, he's never really identified himself other than an advocate of freedom of speech and corporate, you know, laissez-faire involvement of government in economies so they're very fearful of that both sides you know both of the rhino shills and the leftist uh, socialist uh, communist extremists are both very fearful of a man that has more money than all of them in being able to return the conversation back to the public square and well, turn you know. it into a company if he own, like honestly in, in terms of billionaires if he ends up owning twitter and returns it private then then there are no contingencies and that's everything that the american people the majority of american people don't understand is that every news story that's fed to them and drilled into their brain has an agenda and has a contingency behind what it is they're reading so no, that's you're why absolutely Musk right. yeah and what you said about you know I, I think you called it a weapon of war and yeah, uh, yeah Exactly on point because you know you know the biggest thing that that this whole uh, you know Musk acquisition uh, you know theme that we've been seeing now is the fact that they have revealed that it is not a free speech platform it is not a platform open to all views it is a weapon it is a weapon in order to target uh, those who do not go against the narrative and it is a weapon to infiltrate the minds of Americans with the views that they deem acceptable that are uh, in line with the narrative that the cabal wants the American people to believe, behave by, uh, and speak by. And it, it you didn't need any more confirmation than when they said, this is awful, look at how horrible this is, this very successful guy who makes money a lot better than us and can meme a lot better than us. Uh, he wants to give us like billions of dollars of free money. That's a terrible idea and we won't do that. We will broach the point of uh, of harming our shareholders so that we cannot, so that we do not give this guy, who stands against our viewpoints, the viewpoints, you know, deified by, uh, by the the deep state, whatever these whatever these these pieces of garbage call themselves, they would turn down all that money simply so that they would not lose their little weapon. Yeah, and in a recent filing, he just he just put out today, actually about two hours ago. You have it in the on air chat, uh, the article from wonderful CNN itself, but he's walking the dog on this and they're in such panic control mode that you're going to look at one of the most monumental class action lawsuits 
for every single investor. If if coming back to the table, there's a headline. Elon Musk says he's lined up $46.5 billion in financing for Twitter deal. I'm sure he has. Could liquidate everything he owns. And I think he's pushing $300 billion now. So in, in doing so, their, their agenda here uh, and where it's going to backfire on them. And actually, the, the real genius of Musk is that he has been very good at controlling business deals, you know, whether he was at PayPal, whether with Tesla, he knows how to walk a business deal. And so what these people, they're going to end up suiciding themselves in a corporate sense. They're going to end up probably walking themselves into a massive class action lawsuit get you know from their shareholders for a complete breach of fiduciary duty in that the board and the executives of a company are supposed to function in the interest of their shareholders and you're talking about a company that a month ago was worth $31 a share and bleeding out quickly and now it's teetering around $50 a share just with the prospect of Musk taking it over and restructuring it and redirecting it. So in in Twitter taking this poison pill to say that, no, we're not taking the best interest for our shareholders. We are not executing the best offer in the interest of our shareholders. They're willing to take a poison pill that will ultimately dismantle their company and if there is any semblance of a justice system left and integrity in, in courts of law, Twitter, look, you even have you even have Dorsey standing out. And, and he's, you know, here's a guy that for the most part was probably the genius behind the brand of Twitter and then had to start answering to all of these people that rushed in and saw it as this powerful weapon of, you know, conveying an agenda. And so for the longest time, Dorsey's probably just been a figure in the room with a large stake in the company. And now that he's out and a real alternative to restoring the value of a massive company has returned, he's sitting there probably scratching his head, look, saying, look, I created this thing. It got commandeered, you know, whether he had involvement or not. I'm sure he's not an innocent man in terms of, of the echo chamber it, it came to be. But now he's even starting to, you know, go all he's he's actually adopting musk-esque or musk-esque tendencies in just starting to call people out it's calling cnn out saying cnn instigated everything of the chaos over the past two years during the riots and so it's it's funny watching the masters of the universe become the jester on a unicycle that's an excellent way to put it before we go any further i have to remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by ip vanish vpn uh, if you are tired of feeling like anyone is watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using an incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. Uh, IPVanish will work on computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes it virtually invisible when you're surfing online. It is very simple. Uh, it'll make sure that your private details don't go to third parties, hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. So uh, you can use IPVanish on an unlimited number of devices, something that I really like about it because I right now have it uh, on my laptop, my cell phone, my other cell phone. Uh, and other devices, which is not always the case with other VPNs. You often have, have a device limit. Uh, it will not sacrifice speed. Uh, so I don't go anywhere online without using IPVanish, and you should neither. IPVanish, for listeners of this show, is offering an awesome 70% off their yearly plan with a 30-day money-back guarantee. You're basically getting nine months for free. This is a steal. It's a no-brainer, uh, and it does work. So go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use the promo code daily and you will get nine months for free or 70% off. Uh, it's super easy to use. You just tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. So stop sharing everything that, uh, that you watch, read, and buy with the world. Take your privacy back today. Uh, IPVanish is rated 4.6 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot. So again, that's ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use the promo code daily. So, 
uh, back to you, Jake. Um, and actually, since uh, before we before we just go on to, uh, I know you've got some more information about Ukraine. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier that uh, you know I wasn't worried about these uh, these idiots trying to take back control or deploy their assets because we are winning and the end is nigh for them. Uh, but this is not a game. We already showed you some information about uh, as one little drop in the bucket of the amount of drugs that are coming over here. Drugs that we have seen killing Americans all over the country. Children, teenagers, uh, parents in some cases, tragic as that may be. And uh, here, you know, reg relating to what you were mentioning earlier, Jake, uh, border agents arrest child rapist accused of illegally entering the U.S. How many times have we seen this before? This is not a game. These are real crimes. This is real harm being done to real people here in this country by real people who are coming over the border or who are allowed to stay here because our yeah, administration up, does not care. Pull up A6. Yuma sector agent, this is a this is a blue check mark Twitter post. You know, these are guys on the ground actually facing this and it, it goes unnoticed, it goes unheard, and we're barreling down the road to full on invasion at our southern border as the, you know, the world economy is teetering and, and you have blue check mark uh, B, uh, CBP guys saying the Yuma sector agents arrested a child rapist that illegally entered the U.S. on Monday. The migrant Edgar Antonio Gutierrez Martinez has felony convictions for first degree child rape and incest. Agents turned over the migrant to U.S. Marshals this morning to face prosecution and it's probably a safe bet that somehow he just gets back out again and gets bussed around to Philly or, you know, Baltimore or, or, or the West Coast. And this has been happening left and right. This is a classic example of a civilization that is on its end legs because of its its ruling class and, and what, their, you know, Roman Empire, all of these empires that <clears throat> stopped upholding their nationalism, upholding the sovereignty of their borders, uh, ended up falling into the dustbin of history and what uh, as an american we're sold this common idea that you know america is the indestructible city on the hill and that's exactly how they're allowing this to happen is by perpetuating something as they dismantle it from the back door as they start you know dismembering every aspect of our society that made america this indestructible fortress or you know ideology on on a hill and and it's it's happening at record rates in the past 18 18 months and yeah, then well you know i'll you know, use an abraham lincoln quote and uh, i've i've heard this uh you know a number of times throughout my life and it's never made more sense than it does today and you know he said america will never be destroyed from the outside if we lose our freedoms it will be because we have destroyed ourselves from within. And that is exactly what is happening now. A house divided cannot stand. And you look at you look at the you know the people that are complicit in this, and it's 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 both sides of the aisle. But fortunately, there's actually, you know, I guess it's a sign of the times, but there's there's a significant amount of Democrats that are becoming very vocal on the opposition to Title 42 or the expiration of it, essentially letting Biden let this thing expire has really rallied the troops on the, the left side of the aisle to also join up with the GOP and start emphasizing either an extension of the policy or a comparable alternative. But they're all very vocal as to the importance of if, if our border security is not upheld, the country stands no chance. And again, my family's from Europe, your family's from Europe, we've seen it happen. I've always said that America is eight years ahead or eight years behind, let me refer, behind what has happened in Europe. And you look at what's happening in France, you look at what's happening in Germany, in Spain, in Greece, and you had a, a period of time prior to it, it becoming fashionable in America to just open your borders, say, you know, we're all going to come in, we're all going to, you know, sing Kumbaya. And now they're paying the consequences of it. France has offered large financial uh, financial incentives for people to go back to their, you know, countries. Many of them from North Africa, 
you look at what's happened, you know, you, you can go on YouTube and see videos of, of massive droves of migrants that were led into France under this promise of prosperity and inclusion and equality from their leaders, from the leaders of France and other European countries, only to, when they get there, they use them for some momentary agenda and then they leave them on the side of the road, quite literally. There are actually videos of migrants in Nice, France, I think it's a N-I-S-E or N-I-C-E, France, nice. where it's Nice, 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 Nice. Sorry, I Americanized it. Uh, in that there are encampments of, you know, six figures, 100, 200,000 migrants that have set up medieval tent cities alongside of the highways. And it's it's one of you know it's one of the most dangerous occupations to be a truck driver going into these cities now because what they'll do is they'll cut down telephone poles drag them into the street uh, the, the highway the trucks have no option but to stop and then a bunch of guys with clubs and rocks come out of the the embankments assault the driver kill the driver you know threaten him whatever just so they can crack open the back of the the, the 18 wheeler and get everything out of it and so you can go on YouTube and, and look at, you know, French truck route migrant videos and all these guys have dash cams because they have to, because it's, it's, it's like running a convoy through a war zone. And so now Europe is paying the price of that. You look at constant. And, and sorry know, to cut you off, Jake. We have one more sponsor that uh, the audience really needs to hear about, and that is Air Medcare Network. Uh, if you live in a rural area that is hard to reach by road or if you like to hike or spend a lot of time outdoors, health insurance will not always cover the cost of an emergency medical flight. But with Air Medicare Network, you are covered. For as little as $85 a year, your entire household will be covered. So that is not just you, but your entire household will be covered. Uh, $85 a year, I, I could spend in you know buying uh, coffee, which should not be from Starbucks because they are uh, another enemy of the American people as we've seen with their uh, virtue signaling with the Second Amendment and other issues. Uh, so if you use the promo code daily, when you go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, you will get up to a $50 e-gift card back when you sign up today. Again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. This is fire insurance, uh, medical bills, or the expense of an air medical flight can be astronomical. So don't let it bankrupt you. Make sure that you're protected. Uh, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, on the subject of, of, of what, what Europe has gone through, now we're, you know, as I said, we're eight years behind them. And now it's finally manifesting itself here. We're looking at surges in crime, different type of crime. You know, in, in Europe, a lot of it's jihadi, jihadi takeover of a lot of these cities. You know, the, the fire in Notre Dame, the uh, assault in Charlie Hebdo. If you remember Charlie Hebdo, the guy that had been the cartoonist for a French magazine that had some kind of depiction of Mohammed and they stormed the headquarters of the newspaper and I think killed 11 or 13 people and it just become commonplace in Europe even even to the time I the last time I was in Spain you're not in Europe anymore you're in a uh, pseudo country that is trying to hold on to its sovereignty and it's long gone for them and it's it's on track to do the same thing here for for the american people and for everything that our so-called leaders are, are, are actively doing to destroy everything for us i agree no you're absolutely right but you know we'll make it really really simple you know what the solution is you see this garbage in your in your schools you get every single parent in your neighborhood and you go down the line, down your street, you go to every single parent, you go, hey, do you know what they're doing? They're teaching your kids about sex changes when they're in kindergarten. They're sending, they want to send them to summer camps where they tell them about how to have sex on drugs. And they tell them uh, you know, that it's okay to identify as a chameleon if they want to. And you go door to door, you go down the line, every single one of them. You know what they're doing? You okay with that? And if they say yes, you say, okay, have a nice day. You're garbage. Next, slam the door. And you do that for every single house, and every single one of you shows up to that next school board meeting, and you make them hear you. 
And if they don't hear you, you pull your kids out. Simple. Right there. If they're not going to defend the border, we'll get people. We'll go defend the border. Americans are there. They're not going to remove some of these people from office. I, I love Joe's term for it, National Eviction Day. We get, we get all our buddies and we say, hey, uh, you no longer I work believe. here. Yep, it's time for you to hit the road. You know, hit the road, Jack. You know, that's, we'll just play that. We'll get, we'll get a boom box like they did in, that, in all those 80s movies. You know, we walk them out. Yep. Oh, is that yours? Okay, take that, take that. We can get a little garbage can because this is you – know, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was saying, you know, it's not even, it's not even just the border. You know, they're, they're, it's not even coming in just from south of, you know, the south, the Mexico-United States border. You know, we have initiatives coming out from the Department of Homeland Security, the same, you know, same entity that's saying people that question the election are terrorists, but they're actively slating to bring this as a seven, the bulletin from the DHS. President Biden, this came out today. Yeah, today. President Biden to announce uniting for Ukraine, a new streamlined process to welcome Ukrainians fleeing Russia's invasion of Ukraine. 100,000 Ukrainians making commitment to welcome up to 100,000 Ukrainians and others fleeing Russia's aggression as a result of the ongoing Russia-Ukraine crisis. In addition, the State Department is announcing increased refugee resettlement processing and broadened access to visa processing at consular posts overseas. To, this builds on the robust humanitarian assistance the U.S. government is providing to complement the efforts of generous countries throughout Europe who are hosting Ukrainian citizens who have been displaced. I find it fascinating that every time a Democrat gets in power, we have some massive influx of refugees from a zone that country that just happened to be destabilized during their time in power. You know, we had it with Syria. We had it with... Uh, what was the one next to Syria? The whole Arab Spring it wasn't just Syria. It was like, let's just you know torp- destabilize the whole region, and then we'll bring them all over here. Somalia, right? No, Libya, Ukraine, Ukraine now Libya, uh, South America. You know, typical day in the life for tens of thousands of South Americans to come across the border. Cartels, all of it. It's 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 just coincidental that the every time a Democrat starts a war, they bring in hundreds of thousands of those people here to destroy what many generations of Americans have worked for. Absolutely. And uh, they're not going to stop, but it doesn't matter because we're not going to stop. And I said this earlier that we do not need more awake people. I mean, we do. We need everyone to be awake. And there are many uh, good men and women here that have still, you know, yet to crack their shell to get through all the nonsense that has been wrapped around their minds by the mainstream media, uh, by these elected leaders who uh, are selected uh, plants. They are selected Judases who sell out your interests. But we need to be activated. So right now I'm going to call every single one of you. I need you to look hard at yourself and look inward, look to God, and look at yourself in the mirror. Are you activated? Are you waking up every day remembering the dire, uh, the dire situation that we find our country in and that we see our children waking up every day to find? Are you doing the hard work? There are so many all over this country who are, but are you being an ambassador for the truth? Are you sharing that information and doing so unapologetically? Are you making sure that the people in your community and not on just on Twitter, not on Telegram, but your community, on your street, and the street behind you, and the street on the other side. Is your community aware of what's going on? Are you talking to your neighbors? Are you preparing yourselves mentally and at home for the chaos that may come? Because be not naive. This is a war, and we are in a war. We are winning, well, think- but they won't allow you to. They won't allow you to see it. So and make that, sure that, that you are activated. That's the problem that a lot of people are faced with now is, is I think people underestimate what a war is and how long a war goes for. And a war goes on for years. Civil war went on for, I think, five years. Every a global war on terror went on for 20 years. And so, yeah, it goes, it goes for a long time. And the goal is for people to quit before they can see victory. And so... Well, many people are disenchanted or 
see no hope in the greater picture. You know, you don't just have an instantaneous victory. It is strategic. And to kind of summarize the points that a lot of people may have just given up on, you know, we've watched the Hillary Clinton campaign get their uh, motion to dismiss denied on behalf of the Durham investigation. So they're coming with Sussman, they're coming with GPS fusion. GPS fusion is starting to really falter and scramble to cover uh, the release of, of documents showing their direct connection to spying on the Trump campaign. The CIA user data that they use to get the CISA warrants to secretly spy on this, uh, a candidate and then sitting president was all user created, Durham just announced. And the Obamas just lost their deal with, I think, Spotify. They had a multi-million dollar podcast deal with Spotify. So <clears throat> it's not all going to be at once. You know, it's 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 banging the rock. You just keep hitting the rock until the rock breaks. And it's a, a long, drawn-out process that I think a lot of Americans have become disenchanted or hopeless to the, the success of it. But... I, I would disagree in saying that all of these parts start to add up, you know, whether it's Hunter Biden staring indictment in the face, all of the, the motions that are coming out against Hunter and everything that the mainstream attempted to keep covered up for so long. It takes time because of the magnitude of the crime. It takes time because Americans have, or, or Americans are being presented with quite possibly, not even quite possibly, Americans are being, presented with the greatest day of reckoning in the history of this country barreling down the highway. And so you best believe that they will do everything in their power to drag it out, draw it out, and do everything possible to throw up roadblocks so that the American population, the average American, does not come to that point of recognition or revelation. And it's coming. And so even on the subject, you know, it's, it's, whack-a-mole i'll go back to this idea of whack-a-mole then well, and jake and real quick i want to make sure that we have time to hit the facts blast because we're almost out of time well that's what i, I was going to walk it right into that at this very second so i'm glad we're on the same page so there is stuff you can do and that is next week homeland uh, security secretary uh, alejandro mayorkas they're 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 in charge of all of the failures when it comes to immigration policy is slated to testify to the house judiciary committee next week about border and immigration issues. I believe that is A11, Mr. Producer. In a letter, ranking Republican member Jim Jordan, who's also been hammering Hunter Biden of Ohio. Hunter's a little more protected than Mayorkas, so they'll probably throw him out first. Jim Jordan of Ohio says the committee will ask about the administration's use of policies like the Trump era Title 42. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention Protocol restricts the legal right to asylum at the border because of the pandemic. It is slated to end May 23rd, but some lawmakers are pushing for it to remain, including Arizona Mark Kelly. This quote says, I've warned the White House about this and DHS about this. You do not have a plan if you lift Title 42, he said. No one's saying Title 42 should be in place forever. This is for a public health emergency. Now, there is stuff you can do about this. And you can encourage your representatives to stand on behalf of the American people. There are certain people that are a little more protected, but when it comes to DHS heads, they're all replaceable. So this agenda that they're trying to Check ram through, they can be held accountable for it. Yeah, and so in order to make your voice heard by these individuals, you can go. We have a link in our description, uh, conservative-daily.com or on Rumble. Uh, go there, subscribe to our Facts Blast. Uh, here's a picture of the campaign today. Uh, go over there, make your voice heard. Uh, also, if you go to conservative-daily.com, you can become a member now uh, for as little as $10 a month. Every tier that you go up, you get discounted uh, You get discounted prices and more availability to speak to your representatives in Congress. Uh, and uh, this is a powerful tool, and so I urge all of you to use it. You go to conservative-daily.com to sign up. Uh, but we're out of time. So real quickly, I'm going to pray. Uh, Father God, please bring us together. Activate Americans all over the country. Bring us closer to the spirit that you have instilled in all of us. Awaken the eyes of our neighbors. Awaken our hearts. Light them aflame with your energy, with your wisdom. Give us strength to continue this battle. Let our, our minds not be weary. 
and our bodies not be tired. Though we have been through much in the last few years, we will see victory. We will see our country restored. In the name of Jesus, we pray this. Amen. So we're out of time. Go to conservative-daily.com. Again, uh, for the Facts Blast, the link is in the description. Uh, you can follow us on Telegram and Joe on Telegram at uh, Conservative Daily and Joe Oltman. Uh, Joe and, and we are also on True Social. We haven't been let in yet, but we'll be there soon. We're live on conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, CloudHub, and Frank's Beach right now. So God bless Mike Lindell. God bless uh, you know the entire team there at Frank's Beach, and God bless all of you for listening. If you're on Rumble right now, hit the Rumble button. Uh, we don't have nearly enough right now, so double that up before we close out now. You can find us on the audio version at Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Give us a five-star review, and make sure you go over there and share this message. Uh, share this episode, Being Ambassador for Truth. If you text the word FREEDOM to 89517, you'll get a text when we're going to go live. Uh, and that's it. So my name is Apollo. I'm Jake Frejo. We will see you all tomorrow at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, noon Eastern. Thank you all for joining us. God bless America. God bless Mike Lindell and Frank Speech. Thank you for having us, and we will see you tomorrow.